Service excellence is a top priority at Doctors Hospital. Part of our commitment to the community is to offer important information and education. That's why we're proud to present the Doctors Hospital Health News Podcast Series. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the American Cancer Society, colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer diagnosed in the United States, excluding skin cancers. My guest today is Dr. Eduardo Miranda. He is a hematologist-oncologist and medical director for oncology at Doctors Regional Cancer Treatment Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Miranda. Tell us about colorectal cancer and what you want people to know as the first bit of information that you find most important. Uh, yes, that uh, this type of cancer is preventable or also can be detected at a very early stage that can be cured. So who is at risk for colorectal cancer? Everybody uh, basically is at risk because we live in a uh, country where uh, we have one of the main risk factors, which is a high uh, a diet high in fat uh, animal fat intake. So everybody's at risk, but there are also certain individuals that are even at high risk of uh, getting this cancer. Um, that have family members that have this cancer, also more than one um, first-degree family member with this type of cancer. So there is a familial type of colon cancer also. So it does run in families, and what can we do as far as screening? There is a screening available for this cancer, yes? Uh, yes. Well, the main uh, screening form is a colonoscopy, doing the, the test that examines the colon at, at length, uh, which is uh, typically recommended at uh, age 50 uh, for both men and women. And uh, if uh, there is an individual that has family members with this type of can- with uh, colon cancer, uh, then it's recommended at an even earlier uh, age, perhaps five years before uh, the age that the individual, uh, that their relative contracted this cancer. So uh, sometimes we recommend it to certain individual- individuals, so let's say age 40 or 45. So it depends on the situation. And how often should they have a colonoscopy? If the test is completely normal, that they don't find any abnormalities, no polyps, no nothing, uh, then uh, usually it's not repeated until seven, seven years, seven to ten years later, if it's normal. But if they found uh, polyps, uh, it can be uh, repeated uh, or recommended to be repeated uh, uh, as soon as uh, two to three years after. And what might be some symptoms that people might notice that would send them to a doctor in the first place? Uh, Many symptoms. Bleeding is one of them. Uh, Also a change in the pattern, uh, what we call the bowel habits. If um, there is, let's say, new development of constipation or uh, if the person feels bloated, discomfort in the abdomen, uh, but sometimes there is no, there are no symptoms until they, until the cancer had already spread. So that's why it's important to do the the, the testing, the uh, colonoscopy that as recommended. But in terms of the the symptoms, particularly for this cancer, are just those, just a change, what we call a change in the, in the bowel habits. Some of they become more constipated, or they have uh, episodes of diarrhea. There is blood in the stools. Uh, discomfort uh, in the lower abdomen. Those are some of the symptoms that sometimes our patients complain about. 
Dr. Miranda, if someone is diagnosed with colorectal cancer, what are some of the first lines of defense? What do you do first for them in treatment? Once the uh, person is found or diagnosed with uh, colon cancer, the first question is, is this operable? Uh, so we refer them to a surgeon to remove the, the, the main tumor. Um, that's going to give us information about the stage of the cancer, how advanced it is. Um, and then after that, we also conduct some tests like CT scans uh, of the abdomen, make sure that it hadn't spread to the places like the liver. Uh, we also obtain a blood tests, some of the tests that we call tumor markers, and that indicates um, uh, if they're elevated and uh, that there might be uh, cancer somewhere else. So uh, the, the first uh, uh, reaction that we have once we diagnose this cancer is, uh, well, can we can we remove it? Can we operate on this on this cancer? And then what happens? Is there is there generally chemotherapy or radiation? What else goes along as an adjunct to surgery? Yes, um, that all depends on the stage of the cancer. Once it's removed, we'll know we'll have um, about three pieces of information. Number one, what was the depth of invasion of the cancer in the wall of the of the intestine? That's one. One aspect that we take into consideration. The other one is if the lymph nodes were involved, if the cancer has spread to the lymph nodes from around the colon. And the third is if the cancer has spread to other organs, such as the liver. So in that way, we have the stage. We have we have four stages, one through four. So typically for stage one, surgery is all it's needed. Stage one is when the cancer is localized to the to the uh, colon, and it it had barely started invading the, the the muscle wall of the colon. Stage two is when it uh, invaded the whole thickness of the of the wall of the intestine, but had not spread to the lymph nodes. And then stage three, when it has spread to the lymph nodes. Stage four, when it has spread to the organs such as the liver. So for stage one and two, typically it's just surgery. We don't normally do uh, treatment or, or chemotherapy after the surgery. For stage three, when it has uh, spread to the lymph nodes, then we we have to have uh, additional treatment after surgery, which is uh, a form of chemotherapy. And for stage four, obviously, um, besides removing the main tumor, that most of the time is is, is is done, then uh, uh, we have to definitely use other treatments such as chemotherapy and some of the other new agents that are available now. So that are all you using? The stage. Uh-huh. Are you using targeted therapy for colorectal cancer? Yes, yes, we do, um, and there are different forms. One of them, uh, it's a medication called Vevazuzumab that uh, cuts down or 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 stops the formation of new vessels, uh, which is how the, the tumors grow. First, they they lay the, uh, the, the, the circulation for the tumor uh, to grow uh, after that. So the medication um, inhibits the formation of these vessels. That's one of them. There's another one called an antibody called cetuximab, which we use it when the cancer has a particular mutation called KRAS mutation. So we do that also. 
So those are forms of targeted therapy for this cancer. And so, Dr. Miranda, to wrap up, in just the last few minutes, what should people with colorectal cancer be thinking about when seeking care and give some information about the importance of screening and prevention? Uh, yes, well, for screening, we should all know that um, to do a colonoscopy, because we're all at risk, um, to do the uh, colonoscopy at age 50, even if we don't feel anything, we're, even if we're feeling well, uh, it, it's important to do it. Uh, to, so first is to uh, um, uh, do um, uh, early detection. Also, to think about prevention, if we know that this cancer is more common in places where uh, the, the diet is high on, on animal fat, then we should lower the, the uh, we, we should change our diets in a way that uh, we also consume vegetables, fruits, and less fat, less fried food. Um, that, that can help us prevent this cancer also. Um, so also there are other uh, factors that have been uh, uh, recognized as possibly reducing the risk of uh, this cancer, such as uh, uh, exercise, if we maintain a uh, uh, physical activity throughout our lives also. So first to do things that we know that can uh, reduce the risk of uh, getting this cancer, then take active measures to try to detect it early, such as doing the colonoscopy, and be aware of this cancer too, that some of the symptoms that can, that can come from this cancer and not just attribute it to other things like a bad diet, or et cetera. Sometimes patients can have symptoms for, for a while, for months, and they, they think it's something else, like pain in the abdomen, bloating, discomfort, and they, they, blame it, they attribute that to something else. Well, think about the possibility of colon cancer also. And why should they come to Doctors Hospital of Laredo for their care? It's a hospital that has been uh, um, in this area at the... I would say very proactive in terms of uh, the different aspects of uh, cancer care, prevention, treatment. Um, uh, the, the the hospital is accredited by the American College of Surgeon Oncology Group, meaning that uh, it 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 it, it uh, meets a lot of the quality quality uh, measures that are important for cancer care. Uh, we have a multidisciplinary, or there is a multidisciplinary approach to 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 cancer treatment. Uh, it's not just one physician making decisions; it's a, it's a team of physicians. So the, those are very good reasons to um, seek attention for this type of cancer in a doctor's hospital. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Doctors Hospital Health News with Doctors Hospital of Laredo. For more information, you can go to ichoosedoctorshospital.com. That's ichoosedoctorshospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Doctors Hospital of Laredo. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Doctors Hospital of Laredo is directly or indirectly owned by a partnership that includes physician owners, including certain members of the hospital medical staff. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.